During this episode, Dr. Whiteman asks questions about wokeness and how you may coach yourself into taking action on social issues that you believe in. Coach provides you with examples of wokeness from the 2022 Winter Olympic Games, as well as professional sports and the talented athletes that participate in both. Welcome to 360 Performance and Dr. Whiteman's inquiry into wokeness. Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Dr. Whiteman, or Coach, coming to you at KUHSDenver.com. Streaming globally. What a great thing to say, right? Streaming globally. We're in the top. We're in the top of our game. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that is on the lips of many young people, but um, I think there's some misunderstanding and misinterpretations of this word. And depending on how it's spelled might mean different things to different people. Our theme today is, are you woke or are you woke? Well, that second woke is W-O-K-E. The first one in different languages is pronounced as walk. But that's what we're talking about. And right behind me on the uh, wonderful screen behind me, I've got a great picture that uh, caused me to think about, am I woke? I got some feedback from some younger people, much younger people than myself, that said that I was someone they didn't expect to go swimming in the ocean on the Florida coast at the sunrise, or even in the darkness for that matter, but because it's cold, it's sandy. We wouldn't expect you to do that. Well, as you can see by the picture, I only got one other person to join me this last week when I was down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at the wonderful W Hotel along the coastline there. Every day I was there from uh, Tuesday morning to Thursday morning to yesterday morning. I got up, did my walk, got my coffee, came back to the front of the hotel and took my swim in the ocean. And each day I got a little bit more uh, participation, people that joined me into the uh, in the session so so we are uh, doing some good things here today with this wokeness we're going to talk a little bit about olympics we're going to talk about the nfl what's going on with the playoffs a football sunday a big football sunday i'm i think you're going to see some olympic coverage about what's coming up uh, on the third of february when the olympics are are going to be kind of cranking up i've got some news for you this morning about some of those Olympians that are not going to be participating for various reasons. Uh, Some of them, it's it's just pure injury. They're just having difficulty. And then there's others that are just concerned about their safety. Now, one might say, are they woke? Are they really understanding what's going on in their world? Well, let's talk about woke for a minute. But before we do that, let's bring our um, mindset moment into play on the heels of my gratitude statement. What am I grateful for? My gosh, I am grateful for the wealth of knowledge that I have gathered over the years that prepares me to manage those daily challenges. You know, without that information, without those insights, it's very difficult to really take a good focused effort at the people and things that come at you. And I don't mean to say come at you like in a negative way, but sometimes they surprise you. They're heading to you at a speed that is difficult to manage. And in some cases, they're pretty easy, right? Based on the fact that you've practiced for them or you've had experiences. And you don't have to be an old person to have had the experiences to go through situations on a daily basis and manage them in a, in a time, timely way. 
So we're talking about woke today. That's W-O-K-E, woke. We're going to share a little bit about what that really means for people. But before we do that, here's the mindset moment we have today. When someone else seeks to control what I see or hear, I have to assume they think they're superior and I'm too stupid to make up my own mind. So says Kim N. Well, Kim, I don't disagree with you because that's a challenge for almost anybody, regardless of your age or experience. It seems to be kind of that uh, animal instinct to compete, that predator in people, that when they see a weakness, they want to attack it and get after it. We're going to get after some stuff here that makes more sense about what humanity and the cultures that we experience and perhaps live in are doing about wokeness. What is being woke? Are you woke? Do you have a wokeness? You have a wokeness behavior about you? Well, we'll see, right? We're going to talk about that because it got me just kind of pumped up this last week. I was amongst a bunch of wonderful, talented young people from the, in their 20s to their early 30s that have been experiencing the, the changes in our cultural uh, mindset, you know, our wokeness. Are you awake? which is a synonym for wokeness. Are you aware? Are you prepared? Do you have the knowledge to address the day's challenges in a way that's going to appreciate yourself and others? Now, those are some statements that I'll get into more detail about, but it re revolves around wokeness. As Kim N said, when somebody seeks out control, they're probably doing that because they think they're superior and they've got a chance at bettering me and thinking that I'm stupid enough to let them do that. As I say that, I consider all the young people that I've worked with over the years, and still do, as a coach, providing insights into their mental capacity and their movement through their world to try to be as woke as they can be. Here are some things to think about regarding the word woke. It's a kitchen, a kitchen utensil if you spell it W-O-K and pronounce it as wok. A large circular pan, that the Asian cultures use to prepare any number of vegetables and, and great food products. It's confusing because in social media, they use that term, W-O-K, and they say woke. Well, that's not truly the way to spell it or pronounce it. Now, one could, depending on where you come from, but there's a mis misperception about that. So it, yes, it is a utensil if you refer to it in that way. If you're gonna to refer to it in a socially relevant way, the spelling is typically W-O-K-E. And that's a state of being socially aware of the issues of the day. Any number of issues that have been bounced around, manipulated, played with, accentuated into the mindsets of the young and the impressionable, both in a good and in a bad sort of way of awareness. I prefer to look at it as an individual. I want a wealth of knowledge, W-O-K. A wealth of knowledge, which is where most likely the WOK reference comes from when they look at it in social media. There's a lot more takeoffs to that when you think of the word WOK in its uh, shorthand versions on the streets in the language. It's things like racism, inequality, marginalization, unappreciation of those people around you and the things that they represent. But at the same time, there is also the cultural issue. We have the culture 
in our schools, we have the culture in our businesses. Heck, we have cultures at home that are based on our DNA, our genetics, our historical references to family. And it's with those references that we are starting to derive these new insights, these deeper insights. Because I do agree with the take on awareness, the, the knowledge that you have and the wealth of knowledge that you have gained over the years, the key for me is, are you applying it in a way that's going to be appropriate for you to understand at a deeper level people who have less access to privilege than you do? In most cases in the social settings and or political settings, when someone says or asks the question, are you woke, do you have wokeness, they're basically inquiring about your awareness to those around you. You are present in moments, and in that presence, are you aware that you may have more privilege than them? And by recognizing that in the moment, are you also aware of responsibility, perhaps, or minimally, actions you can take to address those discrepancies in privilege? between you and someone else. Best example for me is in the many lines that you stand in, whether it's an early morning coffee at your favorite coffee shop, or it's a shopping, outing, or maybe it's just waiting to participate in a drill in, in a, on your sports teams that you're on. And you realize that somebody behind you walks in front of you and takes the privilege because they perceive they can to get ahead of you, advance themselves above your station, before you. And maybe for no other reason than the fact that that's how I've gotten by with it before. I'm gonna do it again. There's no reason for me not to continue doing what I'm doing. That's when it presents itself, the moment for you to um, stop that and, and ask them to hold up a minute, I, I'm no, worse than you are, my station in life isn't diminished just because you're present and you think, based on past experience, that you deserve to be treated better, differently, be provided additional power than from me. Well, that's what happens when we don't have a sense of what our privilege is and how we may have used it by accident, by, by ignorance, or in regretfully in some cases for people because they know they've got privilege and they take advantage of it. Whether it's with women or young people or just somebody they think has, they, they believe they're superior because they think that person is less knowledgeable than them. As Kim N, as Kim N said, stupid. And I can't make up my own mind. You can take advantage of me and manipulate me because of that. That's not the right way. That's not what I'm talking about today. I wanna to go to the positive route or the wokeness. I wanna make sure that we're talking about the realities of what being woke is, W-O-K-E, versus walk, and understand where we're going and what we're doing here so that we can get to a better, higher level. So here are some synonyms for wokeness, the W-O-K-E. Awakened, roused, stirred up. In some cases, just got out of bed. I woke and I, did, I took some action and got out of bed. I came alive. I've arisen. I've shown. Shown is my, my word for shown is present. Another one would be a little bit more um, 
urban would be came around, I showed up. Those are words that I would say represent in different ways your wokeness. Are you present? As a child, I would look at my parents and their wokeness. I didn't call it wokeness. I just wanted to know that they showed up at a game or that they were there when I maybe have gotten an award or recognized for my academic prowess, which I had a few moments like that. It's interesting what words have done to our behavior. And yet we have so many of them that with, with just minor inferences are pretty much the same. Arisen, woke, present, woke. I will, from a social relevancy standpoint, share with you wokeness from my perspective as it relates to, uh, relates to knowledge and an understanding of being present. Because if you're woken, if you're knowledgeable and aware of where you're at, you're enlightened. You have a presence that you, you feel it. You, you know you're there. You know you have uh, an enlightened position for yourself so that your wealth of knowledge is not hidden. It's not just residing in your brain. It's actually out there because you feel compelled with that enlightenment to share with people, to give them a chance to understand what's going on with you. You know, wokeness, um, even though it had its origins, in my, in my opinion, I may be wrong, but in my opinion, had its origins from the streets, from people who were upset that they, you know, were talking with others about the conditions they felt, the depressions, the frustrations, the anxieties of, of, of having their privilege misused and abused. They wanted to know how to communicate that feeling uh, and become more enlightened. And I, I believe the phrase woke arise. And it, it came through, you know, went through the social media challenges. It was, it was within private conversations, within gatherings of young people and, and socially active and socially aware individuals. So that their wealth of knowledge was not just sitting back latent, just sitting in their brains, um, kind of cultivating itself into a more advanced thought, but it was truly present in that moment. So for me, I'm very interested in, in not only the enlightened position, but I have this quote I want to share with you. In my opinion, I don't want to hear you are woke, W-O-K-E. I just want you present when you agree to take the challenge, whatever the challenge is. Words are cheap. Talk is cheap. Saying you're woke doesn't mean you are. Doesn't mean you are relevant in your social behavior, that you are aware of those less privileged than yourself, differentiated and marginalized in their communities, and that you are taking action. You're being present and with requests you, that you agree to do that you are taking those challenges. To me, that's full circle. That defines wokeness. It's not the fact that you just speak the language and talk the talk. You actually participate. You're present. You're there. You're part of the process. I was so grateful to be part of the process these mornings this week to take the walk in the darkness, get my coffee, walk back to the ocean's front, and, and just have a swim and enjoy it. Revel in the, the coolness of it and the stimulation and the, the start to my day. And then as I shared the request to others, hey, come join me at 6.30 or 5.30 or 6 o'clock, whatever time I eventually figured out was the one that was optimal, uh, 6 o'clock, with a show up in the lobby at 5.30 kind of thought, just to give people a chance to wake up. But it grew. Their wealth of knowledge grew. They became woke.
literally and figuratively. They arose. They got out of their beds and came and joined me. Just like Colin Kaepernick arose and was awakened. Regretfully, why he rose up, why he was woke, was because of the way himself and others have been treated for many, many years. The injustices, the social inequality that were part of his growing up. There were incidences in our, our neighborhoods, uh, in the places that he had lived and people he knew. It was continuing. And I'm gonna guess there was an event that he basically said, enough's enough. I'm tired of this. And as a consequence, he became the poster child of wokeness with his kneeling, the playing of the national anthem before football games. Now we know now, historically, with all the things that have been said and done, that Colin wasn't doing anything disrespectful. He was using a motion, a movement, a posturing that drew attention to the experiences and situations that young people, well, young and old for that matter, in communities all over our globe have experienced. Regretfully, those who wanted to share their superiority Thinking you're stupid and can't think for yourself, according to Kim N, there was pushback. And there was diffusion of the real message that Colin wanted to share with everybody. That's a shame. But he had the courage to speak. He had the courage and resolve to accept the consequences of the shortening to his football career as well. But as his picture recognizes, he has two of his teammates doing the same thing for him. But he took the lead. He initiated it. That, to me, is a leader. You know, the consequences are not what he thinks about before he takes the action. It was the behavior. It was the intent of what was going on in communities and uh, settings all over the globe that caused a ripple in Colin's consciousness to say, look it, enough's enough already. Let's draw attention to this. The violence, the disrespect, the advancement of power and privilege by people who don't care who they hurt or who they overcome as a result of it. Now, my experience this week that caused me to think about wokeness was not based on the traumas and tragedies that uh, have befallen Colin Kaepernick, many of his teammates, other people around the, around the world that have shared their thoughts and stories with Colin and others. It was about knowledge, the wealth of knowledge, going to the positive place and hoping that with the gaining of wealth of knowledge, wokeness, W-O-K, that maybe we're gonna actually take some very crisp and clarified actions towards privilege and power that is misused. I hope so, I really hope so. As you um, walk through your day to day, wherever you are at, there's a lot of great weather that's, I shouldn't say great like it's positive. There's a lot of weather happening all over the country be safe, uh, take care of yourself, uh, dress warmly, uh, think about the decisions you're going to make about how you're going to be out and about so that you don't put yourself in a compromising position. It's, uh, it's interesting when you see older people working in the snow, working in bad weather, whether it be rain and, and high winds or snow and high winds or ice or uh, just the, the warmth of the day, whatever it might be you're experiencing. Take a look at everybody around you. Be aware of what's happening in your community so that you can smile when a young child is pushing the amount of snow that they can manage in the shovel. And as a car goes by, they giggle and smile and say, snow day, snow day. 
it's it's so great to see those um, young faces and those little little bodies have so much fun uh, in thing in, in environments that others look at and go, oh my God, I got to do this again. They're so impressionable. It's it's a, it's a wonderful thing to to look at. I want to share one another thought with you uh, in, in a moment, but before I do that, I just want to uh, take a a quick look at what we're going to be doing in the weeks to come uh, with you know with all the things that are going on even though it might be virtual it's still very tough to get uh, people committed to, to pin themselves down to taking part in whether it's my show or any number of things but I've got I've got some people I want to bring on the show to talk about uh, what's going on with them uh, mental wellness is my focus in the next few weeks I want to I want to try to change your paradigm and your phrasings Mental illness is being looked at, which it should be. But when we're referencing mental capacity, cognitive thought processes, let's make sure that we look at it from a global perspective and call it mental wellness. Wellness incorporates both, uh, I'm sorry, mental health. Mental health incorporates both wellness and illness. Both exist. Regretfully, circumstances are created where people slip towards the mental illness side of the mental health uh, continuum. I want to talk about in the weeks to come and bring people in to talk to you about it, strategies about maintaining and strengthening your mental wellness in the arena of mental health. So expect some of those things coming up. Uh, We've got some uh, athletes that have struggled with their uh, journey uh, in their world and their careers. It, um, it's very interesting to me, the strategies they've, they've used. Uh, one thing, one person recently that came up is uh, Chloe Kim. I think she's a speed skater. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not Chloe Kim, uh, the speed skater. Boy, things are just... Henry and I are having some really interesting days today. This is really something. All right, well, we'll come back to that. We'll just keep, we'll keep moving on. But there's a lot of Olympic stuff going on. And, and here's an Olympian for you, Megan Rapino. Uh, Megan's an Olympian, Olympic medalist. We've got the um, Summer Olympics coming up as well as the Winter Olympics. So there's there's a number of things happening. And Megan's been such an advocate for not just being woke and wokeness, but also taking what I've said earlier about, don't just talk about it, take action, do something. This female, she does it. She takes action on it. And her and her partner, Ms. Bird, she, she plays Olympic basketball. They both are very strong activists in leveling the playing field for those who think they have no privilege and they do things to help them find privilege and extend their power, grow their power, and feel good about themselves. Well, one of those things for Megan was um, negotiating better pay, equality of pay. And she took a lot of pushback um, a few Olympics ago where that wokeness thing, being woke, was going to affect the TV ratings for the Olympics. Well, the only reason it affected the TV uh, TV ratings for the Olympics on the opening ceremonies in that Olympic uh, year was because people were protesting. So the, the ratings were actually a reflection, a numerical reflection of the impact that Megan and her peers and fans across the world felt towards that message. It was a clear, clear message. Now, when it came to the the ratings on the actual soccer, Megan and her teammates playing, fans spoke, shared their wokeness. Those events were seen actively by fans. 
fans spoke up. So being woke through your actions as well as sharing your thoughts, that combination has merit and can be measured. Now, as I say that, I recognize my computer has done right by me. And I want to just show you or show you, share with you uh, Chloe Kim. Uh, and Chloe is an Olympic snowboarder. Right now, it's not she. It's not sure whether she's going to compete this year because the last Winter Olympics, Chloe was not happy. Anxiety, depression, the the competitive, the competitive nature of the sport and her success as a 17-year-old four years ago. She's now in her 20s. It's really interesting. I I just I just hope just like Simone Biles and others in the sport, and I have to tell you that it. Even though these examples are women, these examples are women because they're coming forward. They have a confidence in themselves. They're not cautious about uh, speaking their mind about mental health and their wellness and their pursuit of wellness. That, to me, is primo wokeness. Their wealth of knowledge about their mind, their body, and the connection allows them the strength and courage to speak about their situation. Chloe is still, I, I believe she's still kind of weighing whether or not she wants to uh, participate in the Olympics. She was rather dramatic when she earned a gold medal, bouts with anxiety and depression. But I believe the focus here for me, along with people like Megan Repion and others, is their wokeness in dealing with it and how that energy spreads to their coaches and teammates to be able to take time off in this case with a, a Chloe Kim she took a sabbatical from snowboarding you didn't see her in in various events uh, the the open and others but the talent is still there she deserves and and should revel in the strength she had to ask for that uh, time off to do what she needed to do for herself I'm going to present more examples of what Chloe Kim has done, as well as what Megan Rapinoe has done um, in, in sharing the message, getting the fans woke so that your footprint becomes bigger, your steps, your voice becomes larger because of its multiplier effect uh, from your fan base and the influences you have. We're going to continue to look at that situation. Now, that being said, I'm going to, I may be stretching the wokeness factor here with uh, the NHL, but the NHL, there's a little selfishness here. The NHL uh, pulled, made a strong case, which most of the pros are following, that they are not going to participate. The players, NHL players, are not going to participate in the NCAA, sorry, in the uh, Olympic uh, hockey. We have a different roster, all amateurs. I'm, it's kind of interesting to me how many sports are still left with amateurs only. A lot of them are not amateur related, especially the big team sports. You know, the soccer, the basketball, uh, golf, uh, baseball, and, and whatnot. And to that point, the um, wokeness of what the NHL did was supporting the, the amateur athletes in putting together a roster that I believe will compete. I said this uh, last week when, we, when I briefly brought it up. Um, I, I believe that it's, it's going to be a really, really uh, interesting competitive uh, hockey uh, series for the Olympics. We'll, we'll wait and see what, what turns up. The other thing that I'm interested in knowing about is Sean White. Apparently, he's, he's throwing around some uh, thoughts about joining the Olympics. Well, he's got to qualify, get in the Olympics. You know, they've got to follow some rules, right? Um, I would love to see him participate. Four years ago, 
Uh, there was a dramatic scene with him at the bottom of the uh, pipe where he embraced his dad, threw his board in the air, embraced his father and mother who were at the bottom of the run, uh, which doesn't typically happen for him. To see his family down there, it's, they're not, they don't follow like they used to when he was a kid. He had gone through some things. He'd become more woke. His wealth of knowledge about himself and the irrelevancy of his family and was, is now extremely more important to him than it ever has been before. So now we'll see if he gets into the 2022 Olympics because uh, there's some competition. Let me tell you, they've learned from Sean White. Uh, he has been uh, the example that uh, carry, has been carried forward. So take a look at it. Uh, one of the things that's interesting about wokeness is it's not just limited to its impressions on individuals. It's got an imp impression on teams. It's got an impression on teams like NBA teams, back NBA playoffs, when uh, one entire team dressed in warm-ups in black and the, the floor was imprinted with Black Lives Matter. This was back when the NBA had their own bubble down in Florida to um, house and showcase the entire event. It was a virtual showing of uh, fans in the stands. Uh, you know, your computer, CG uh, image of, of fans in the stands. But the, the team kneeled on the sideline before they started the game in solidarity for uh, Black Lives Matter and what was going on politically around our country and then eventually as Black Lives Matter slogan took hold around the world, it was obvious that it wasn't just the United States who needed to have clear hard look at their privileges and their power and that, that people not of color need to be appreciative of what they have and then be even more aware of who is around you, who, who needs your support in those moments, like people that are trans. The first Olympian, uh, trans Olympian, is a powerlifter from New Zealand. They're gonna be in the Summer Olympics again, but just opening the door to that, the presence of that, is a woke behavior and an idea. It, it needs to be considered. There, there should be appreciation of differences and not um, this, oh my God, if I don't understand it, I'm just gonna push it into a, a dark corner and, and leave it sit. Can you imagine what potential we're ignoring? They are there to perform their best just like anyone else. They deserve that opportunity. The trans community and all those that present differences to us in our orientation towards sexuality. It's important, it's part of life. That's of course if you're looking. If you're looking at nature, you will see examples of what we just now as human beings are discovering and giving ourselves a chance to wrap our brains around it. But trans bodies of life exist in nature. They're not just human related. We're, the humans aren't the first ones to experience this. And then there's the togetherness and wokeness. And it goes back a lot of years to many Olympics ago when track and field African-American athletes raised their fist in solidarity. They finished one and two. They're performers. They are good at what they do. It reg I'm regret it's regretful that it took so long from that incident back in the 60s to get us to where we're at today. But we're still struggling with what we're learning, the knowledge we're gaining, and we're being challenged to grow to be better at what we're doing so that we can stay woke. It's not a trend, people. It should be an attitude that sits in your mind and is shared with your kids about how to be aware and use your knowledge in a way that's applied to take action and make things better. As a mental performance coach, 
That's what I talk about all the time, is what makes us better. It's got to happen. It just has to happen. Now, as I say that, I'm looking at uh, what's what's coming up in the um, days and weeks to come. We talked a little bit about the Olympics. Uh, there is there's some football on Sunday that's coming up. We'll see what happens with that. I'm hoping that there's going to be some great, great team activities. But as I'm, I'm punching the numbers, I'm looking at um, uh, some of the things that are going on in basketball, both the NBA and the NCAA. Uh, I, I said last week, look, boy, take a look at women's college basketball. These are competing, high-performance athletes. They are showing us the way towards another exciting sport to watch if you haven't already been doing that. And look at I grew up in Iowa. And in Iowa, they were the one of the last states to give up on the 3 on 3 six women basketball teams. Six players, three defensive, three offensive. Three women, all they did was play defense the entire game. Three other women, all they did was play offense. And the middle the center court was the dividing line. It was like a well, it's like a third no it was like a fourth out-of-bounds line. So sidelines, end line, and then the middle, those were out-of-bounds. It was an interesting game to watch. Had a great deal of excitement. Many states who had women's basketball resisted changing to full court five on five, but they did. But in my high school career, that was all I saw. So I'm asking you to take a look at five on five women's basketball today in 2022 and say, my gosh, this is this is a competitive bunch of women. They are well, well versed in their sport. They're talented, physically talented. They are taking their sport to the next level. They have leveled up in a big way, as have NCAA men's teams. It's no longer one or two teams that tend to dominate the top in any given year. Now it's conferences. You've got Auburn coming out of the woodwork because of the quality of the players and working together as a team, the essential components of delivering the performance necessary to accomplish your desired results. Their coach is on board. He is a championship coach. He brought to them the thinking and the expectations for them to step up and be accountable for because historically what he's asking them to do has delivered really, really nice results. So Auburn is one of those teams. You've got the still powerhouses that are out there. You've got Big Ten Conference, which has any you know anywhere from five to six teams that are in the top 25. You've got the Pac-12, you've got the ACC, Auburn obviously, SEC, there's some teams in there that are doing quite well because you've got the Louisvilles, of the world, the Kentuckys, the Kansas, Gonzaga. It's it's going to be a very, very interesting uh, February to watch NCAA men's and women's basketball in examining the talent. It's just, it's really just exciting to see it happen. I had a bit of a discussion with my Uber driver going to the airport yesterday. He's a gentleman who, because of his parents' uh, career as ambassadors from Haiti, he traveled all over the world as a kid. So he had he was in Belgium for high school, and then he was in uh, Singapore or wherever. He was all over the place uh, with his high school career. But one of the things that grounded him was soccer. He's passionate about soccer. You know he's passionate because he uses the word pitch to define the turf, the field, playing on the pitch. He uh, he said, "Oh gosh, coach, how can you how can you not be excited about soccer?" Well, if I'm on the sideline watching soccer, I get excited. But if I'm watching on TV, it's like watching paint dry. I love the athleticism, but it doesn't seem to connect with me and resonate 
if I'm watching it on TV, maybe because I didn't play it as a kid. It would have been tough to play soccer in an alfalfa field when I was a kid living on the farm. It just wasn't part of my frame of reference. But I've learned to appreciate it as, as an athlete, as an adult, as a coach. But he and I had a conversation. I said, come on, brother. They got, you got some sports here in the States. Our basketball program, he says, yeah, that's one thing that um, I, I didn't get a chance to experience it because soccer was part of his life and he bounced around so much as a kid. And I said, one of the things I, I would do when I was recruiting players, I would look into their experience as soccer players because a soccer player who is also competent at playing basketball does not shy away from contact. They are, they are all over it. They will have no problem setting a very strong screen or defending and trying to take charge. <laughs> it's not something they shy away from. So I was very active looking for soccer players as uh, recruits for me. Now, as I say that, I'm, I'm wondering how tough, how woke in their wealth of knowledge as players are the, the NFL teams going into the playoffs. Now, as I say that, everybody has an opinion, just like a belly button. Everybody's got one. So I ask those who think they're woke to deliver the actions that perform beyond their level of expectation. If you think you're good, imagine the next step. Imagine the level up from there and give me that. Strive for that. Show me that action because if you can do that, not only is your wealth of knowledge, your wokeness being lived and breathed and delivered, but you're defining your limits. How far can I go? What more do I have in the tank? So I'm gonna ask uh, Jimmy G, as he's known, James Garoppolo, um, about what's, what's in his tank. You know, he's coming back, uh, no matter what anybody says, his injury is still in his mind, I'm, I'm gonna guess, based on some of the things uh, he did in the last playoff game. Now it's championship time to see who's gonna go to the Super Bowl. Uh, we also have the other quarterback that is for Cincinnati that um, you have to kind of say, okay, what's, what's this young man going to do? And, and he is a young man. He is, uh, I think of the four quarterbacks, he is the youngest, I believe. You know, Patrick Mahomes is becoming uh, an, age, an aged representative of the NFL based on his tenure in the sport. He's got a lot more years to go, let me tell you. What's interesting to me is this youngster with Cincinnati, he alone is not going to be the one to win the game for them. If defense, which has stepped up, it's been consistent, and special teams goes at or beyond their capabilities, San Francisco may be in trouble. So let me, let me take a look here. Okay, well, we know that Kansas City is going to play Cincinnati, and we know that the Rams are going to play the 49ers. So for me... The 49ers in Cincinnati, if they went to the Super Bowl together, I would have to tip my hat to uh, the 49ers. Now, that being said, if you look at the last game that was played, uh, Jimmy G didn't have the best game in the world. Cincinnati would also have to agree. They got by with something that many people didn't think they would get by with. They were the underdogs for that game, that playoff game. Now, going then to the Kansas City, if Kansas City was playing the Rams in the Super Bowl, that is a different scenario uh, as to who, was, who would win. They're both running pretty high. 
I believe, my prediction is, that is who will be in the, in the Super Bowl. It's Kansas City versus the Rams. Let's just mix it up for just for grins. Just think about the possibilities. What if Cincinnati beats Kansas City and they're going to play the Rams? I don't know that the Cincinnati quarterback is going to have a very good day against the uh, Rams defense. Vaughn Miller and number 99 for the Rams are going to be all over him. And they're not going to let him breathe, both literally and figuratively. And then when that happens, the secondary is going to lock down the pattern so tight that they're not going to be able to breathe. So I, I just I don't think that a Rams-Cincinnati game is what, is what broadcasters want to see. Uh, because it's not going to be very uh, eventful. Uh, it's not going to be a game that uh, is going to generate the merch that people want to see. It's going to be a tough scenario to, um, to take a look at. Now, that being said, let's go the other way. Let's say uh, San Francisco 49ers plays Kansas City in the Super Bowl. My expectation in that scenario would be that, um, once again, a defensive effort by Kansas City will squelch uh, Jimmy. He had trouble in the last playoff game. He got lucky despite how many errors they had. Uh, their defense bailed him out, but the San Francisco 49er defense um, is gonna, would be put into check by the Kansas City offensive line. I, just based on way, what you've seen, how you see them play, their attitude uh, pregame uh, and their preparation cycle. I mean, Andy Reid alone just makes sure his, his lines are really well prepared. So once again, I'll come back to a roundabout way, long way around to justifying my Kansas City Rams pick for uh, Super Bowl. Now, that being said, the games this week, uh, it's a full Sunday. You know, it starts uh, like 1 o'clock our time, I think at 3 o'clock Eastern time start, and then it's the, the next game is followed right after that. Enjoy the, enjoy the football on Sunday. It's going to be great. As you do... Think about your positive expectations for um, yourself, your family, and others. We're talking about wokeness, so I'm hoping that when you're thinking about positive expectation, you also heighten your awareness, knowing that as you move through your day, <clears throat> you, you head to your, your local coffee shop, or maybe it's the coffee at home, but wherever it is, recognize that you have opportunities through and in those scenarios to uh, use the changes that you experience to heighten your awareness and be aware of the privilege you have to be in that space. When I was in Hawaii, I was told that everybody gets only one shot at each day. What is your shot gonna be like? Is it gonna be mindful of change that it, it happens every day, every moment of every day that you could count on that? Address it in a positive way. Look for the flowers and the colors in your world that are going to make you smile and recognize that you're surrounding yourself with things you can trust on. Nature is something you can trust. Now, it can be kind of painful every once in a while, like when I got slammed in the surf onto the sand. I, I knew what I was doing. I knew there was a possibility for that to happen. But I came out of that situation smiling, going, oh, man, I got slammed. Recognize that. Trust in yourself and rely on the consistency of your surroundings as you take them in. But you've got to take the effort, make the effort to take it in and think about it and see it. So that when, when the issues approach you and you've got things that may not be in your control, try to start with those things and people that, 
that are in the control, that are in your space that you can trust. Because working in spaces you can control builds confidence, keeps that positive mindset going, and allows you to bring successes to you that you expect. They're prescriptions that you set out for yourself. By doing these actions, I can get this. Those are moments when your control on those issues will work oh, marvelously for you. Now, that being said, I mean, I think this is a component of wokeness. You got to have time for yourself. You, you can't keep running at breakneck speed. You can't keep bringing on challenge after challenge after challenge without recognizing you need time for you. You need to be able to sit back and take a breath and collect it all in. And in that time, think about your successes. Think about what has gotten you to this point. Because as the day ends, you know that you don't have much more time to influence that day. This is it. And it's my hope that you started it in a way that was progressing with choices that you've planned for yourself, that you're in control of what takes care of you first. And then you address those requests and, and needs of others. Because in doing those planning processes and, and being woke in your world with that wealth of knowledge you have, you also identify moments where you're going to be accountable to yourself. Are you accountable to yourself every morning and saying to yourself, it's all about me. I am self-aware. I'm in control of this. I'm going to work an agenda that takes care of me first, because if I don't, I can't take care of anyone else. I will not be capable, uh, not capable is not the word. I will not be as prepared to adjust and adapt to the changes I didn't anticipate. They just pop up. So if you don't hold yourself accountable to the agendas that prepare you, you're going to have difficult time meeting those things that are not expected and are uncommon to the day that you are starting. It seems to me that the word resiliency is becoming almost Kleenex-like. And what I mean by that is, you know, Kleenex, McDonald's, Coke, those are all words that when you talk about a soda, people say Coke, right? Unless you're a Pepsi drinker. But you don't say soda. Somebody said, would you like a soda? Yeah, I'll take a Coke. Or do you need a tissue? Well, how many people say tissue? You need a Kleenex. It's become generic. And I say this because it's about resolve, about staying on task every single day, doing the things that make you better. And, and you know what they are. You know yourself well enough that you, you should be woke about you. You should be aware of who you are and the space you're in and what that space does to influence you. So that when you walk in a line into the coffee shop and you see somebody step in front of a child, that's not right. Honor the child. Honor the child, especially if it was a child of color and female. And you, the male, butt in front of them. Use your privilege to make things right for others. Don't let the privilege of others be the power that they use to overcome those who are less fortunate. I love this Irving Berlin song. I know I used it last week, and for those of you who recommend or follow me and, and will reference this, I just think it's great, especially when we talk about wokeness, because this, the song isn't ended, because the melody lingers on. It sticks with us. Look at racism has been with us for a long, long time, because we haven't spoken the words and then taken the action. Now we're starting to take more action. I'm hoping that it will stick that the melody will linger on. The melody of equality, the melody of wokeness will linger on and that you will do something rather than just talk about it. Don't just talk about it. Sing the song that makes you strong. 
Now, as I've said to you before, we um, here at KUHS Denver, we're, we're streaming. It's, it's out there. But all these wonderful shows, myself, take the wonderful work, we polish it a little bit, and we post it up on a podcast platform. Uh, for me, I look at Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, heck, any platform you're on, just try it. 360 Performance. Type that in, see if it pops up. Right now, as I said a few weeks ago, I was in six countries. Now I'm in eight. Thank you so much. I really re- respect and I'm very grateful for your, your patronage and, and following us. That That's getting involved. I appreciate that. But re- regardless of what you're doing, don't just talk about it. Get involved. Take action on what you're doing. So if you want to know more about what we what we do here at, at uh, 360 Performance with KUHS Denver, check out a podcast. That's action. Get involved. If there was something you heard today that resonated with you, that created some resolute thoughts and behaviors that you want to exercise on move forward recommend it to somebody else hey was listening to coach coach whiteman and and he had some great things to say check out his podcast or check out on facebook kuhsdenver.com on fridays at 11 o'clock mountain standard time see us live that would be part of making plans and taking action and i would be grateful for you to do that uh, every friday at 11 o'clock right here on kuhs denver it's, it's a great family to be a part of. I'm so br- blessed to be here, and I'm grateful for the efforts that uh, uh, Henry puts out, Hefe puts out for us every, every week, every day of every week, and making it work. And it's always behind the scenes, troubleshooting whatever might pop up in the tech world. And today we had plenty of plenty pop-ups. There were, there were a number of them to deal with today. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you being with me. Next Friday, 11 a.m., Join me. Have a great day today, would you?